Welcome to the latest episode of EG Like Sunday Morning. This week, I am delighted to be joined by our fearless deputy editor, Tim Burke, and our intrepid court reporter, James Lumley, making only his second ever EG LSM appearance. Even more special, this is actually the first time that Tim and James have even met. Uh, so welcome to you both. Thank you. This is brilliant. Historic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Sharp-minded listeners out there may well have realised from James's presence that we have a rather big court case to discuss this week. So with my legal bias in full effect, let's start with that. Um, James, uh, after keeping us waiting for 13 months since it heard the case, the Supreme Court has uh, finally found in favour of those neo-Bankside residents who are rather upset about millions of people staring into their flats from the viewing platform at the Tate Modern next door. Uh, so that's the kind of thing that we legal journalists absolutely live for. Uh, so uh, how was your, your morning at the Supreme Court on Wednesday? I, I, I'm going to say I, I had a delightful morning. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I've not been to the Supreme Court since before the pandemic because they got a video stream working really well. So there was there's very little little need. Hmm. Um, but when they invited me to an 8.30 a.m. lock in, I, 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 I couldn't really couldn't really refuse. And when they also Absolutely said they, they'd look after my Brompton for me whilst I was uh, whilst I was in there, um, that was that was even better. So I sort of trundled up at eight thirty. They took my took my bike, had a good old look at the judgment, thought, "Oh, this is going to be fun," and um, and 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 then and then got got the story out. And and I, and I must say, I I always find the Supreme Court to be, I, I just I, it, it gives me comfort. Because in, in, in a world of, 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 of sort of uncertainty and stupidity and noise, to see very intelligent people going, well, this problem is all very easy. This is how you sort it out. And then, bang, it's all sorted. I just, I just you know, I, so I left the court feeling brighter, airier. And it was a, it was a lovely cycle home ride, a cycle ride home back to South London through Peckham. I, I just, you know, I just, it was, it was, it was a lovely morning. Yeah, sunny morning, perfect. And uh, uh, did you did you cycle cycle past the, the the Tate Modern just for fun, or? So no, I didn't. Um, I could have done. I could have done. Uh, but then that would have meant I'd have to take the embankment, and there were lots of nutters on there. So instead, I went around the back of City Hall. But um, but yeah, I I I, I certainly could have done. Um, but it was um, it, it was a really interesting judgment. Um, I thought uh, because so... it was. EGLSM listeners uh, can, if they want a full in-depth discussion uh, of the case, which I'm sure they will uh, later on in the week, can, can listen to our On The Case podcast that James and I have just uh, recorded with some, some expert guests. But uh, yes, for, for, a, for a lazy Sunday morning, James, um, yeah, just sort of take us through, the, the, in a nutshell, what, what the court's decided and, and, and what happens next. In a nutshell, the court has decided that having hundreds of thousands of people peering through your windows is a nuisance. <laughs> was this a surprise? I asked that as someone who was aware of the case, but I didn't follow it closely. Did people expect it to go that way? That's a hard question to answer. So a lot of people were starting to think that it might go this way. Some people started to think because the two courts below, which didn't agree, disagreed for different reasons so it was clearly something which was contentious because the whole point and, is if you, you know uh, the, the fact the, the, the longer it went on as well I think um, you know this the, the appeal was heard in December 2021 so uh, if you can imagine Tim uh, if you have a written assignment uh, taking 13 months over it, it you know it's slightly unusual 
unless you're, you're maybe writing a novel. So um, I think the longer things went on, people maybe were thinking that, well, hold on a minute, something exciting might actually happen here. If I can explain the reason why it could be a surprise, uh, just to, just to demystify it a little bit. If I if I just started throwing cricket balls through your window, um, then then it would clearly be a nuisance because there'd be a cricket ball going through your window. If I did a massive bonfire and started burning tyres beside your house, again, smoke would be wafting through your building and that would, would again certainly be a nuisance but if my eyes are looking towards you there's no cricket ball to brush to smash your windows there's no noxious smell so the idea of a gaze causing a nuisance this is this is what this is really all about can a gaze rather than a cricket ball or a smell or something like that or even a noise which goes onto someone else's property can that be a nuisance and they've now basically said, yes, a gaze can be can be a nuisance. It, there doesn't have to be a, a a noise that's heard on your property or a smell that you can smell on your property or a or a cricket ball that comes through your window. An actual gaze from somewhere else can. And 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 it's you know it's interesting. I mean it's just the way law develops. And so it it is a surprise and it isn't a surprise. But also I think it's quite modern. It's 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 actually reflecting the world we live in and, and and the law of nuisance is centuries old so you know law develops so that's my my boring legal take on it but tim have you have you had the pleasure of, of visiting and going up on the platform at all no i haven't i did i i mean i looked at some i looked at some images of where it was in relation to these flats i mean it to me it sort of looked quite reasonable it surprises me that anyone living reasonably high above the ground in in London would would be surprised that they might be overlooked by people in another building that's also quite high but maybe I maybe I'm just naive in thinking that it sort of struck me as as like these sort of resident associations in Soho where people complain that there's noise coming from pubs I mean you're in Soho aren't you <laughs> uh, people can hear that's what the first judge said. I mean, that's that's pretty much what the first judge said. But what the and what but what what the what the, what the Supreme Court has finally said is, you know, sound of a pub is one thing. You know, the sound of a neighbour playing music, even if it is Adele, is another thing. But having a brass band practicing at the bottom of your garden every day, all day, is entirely another thing. And they're they're talking really about having thousands of people go being pushed past that window from dawn till till dusk which i think is about as annoying as adele but <laughs> apologies apologies adele if you are listening i don't think i'm sure she's I'm sure she's regularly tuned in that's one the case but um but, that, but, that's, but, the, but the point is that one judge would say yes it's like a pub in soho and another judge would say well actually the scale of this is 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 much much bigger, and that's where the disagreement lay. I mean, that's 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 basically everyone agreed that 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 visually there can be a nuisance, but where where do you draw the line? Um, yeah, so I, I, people can hear more about this if they if they listen to our our, our on the case discussion. But effectively, uh, it, this was it, this was kind of almost decided as this is almost the only situation in which this could actually be successful because uh, it, it was all to do with the. the the, the purpose of the viewing platform not you know necessarily being what you one might expect from an art gallery and things like that wasn't it James yes absolutely it was they were they weren't doing a normal thing with their with their land yeah. and they were putting 
a view. I mean, if they if there was another block of flats opposite, then that would just be flats looking at other flats and 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 basically. Yeah, that would be normal life. I know you're trying to do um, some some PR here for the other podcast. I don't want to include it all in this, but just just in case I don't listen to the other podcast. In case. Um, how like, how, how far re how far reaching are the, the the implications of this? Not at all. Not at all. I think not at all. I mean, people will disagree with me, but I think that unless you 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 were you were investing in a in a in a, in a scheme to build a pyramid scheme, maybe to build a pyramid with a uh, with a viewing tower <laughs> in in the middle of a city, um, you you got no reason to be worried. Um, it's 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 this is this is this is this is all about extremes. It's an extremely large number of people going on a viewing gallery, not another building, looking into another building which is extremely open because it's been designed to be open because it's you know so that they can have their their lovely view of the city too. So I I mean. I, a lawyer will tell you actually it, it is true they've opened they've opened up the idea mm. that the visual intrusion is 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 is, is definitely a, can be a nuisance and that's modern and that's good but i don't think this is going to mean that our ring doorbells are are now going to be you know landing us in hot water um yeah i think i would agree with james that even though all five uh, Supreme Court justices agreed that visual intrusion can found a nuisance. So that, 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 there's that novel decision, there's that principle established. Uh, even though they all did, were agreed on that, only three of the five thought that half a million of people a year staring into people's flats uh, from from less than 40 metres away was enough. Uh, so to, to city, find a, a, yeah, I, I imagine there will, there, I'm sure there will be other people who who test the, the the limits of the principle and, and launch claims but I would agree with James that I it's unlikely I, that we will see many more or any more cases succeed would be my guess and um, it sounds like James agrees with me yeah no I I, I, I agree I, I agree I, I, but it's been it was fun whilst it lasted I've got to say for four uh, years five years Absolutely, years. and and as, as again uh, listening, but there, there's still the, the the small matter of working out exactly what is going to happen uh, with this viewing platform and and for the residents and the states, which hopefully they will reach a sensible agreement on, but could potentially end in in one one more round in the high court if uh, if they really can't. I, so. I, don't, I don't think it will. I think I think sensible people will come to sensible yeah. conclusions and stop burning money. Uh, yes. Um, now, Tim, uh, you yourself have been concerned with undesirable views from outside this week, uh, specifically views from outside the country uh, where the UK's reputation has taken a bit of a beating. Uh, and that has got uh, real estate leaders um, rather concerned, hasn't it? It has. God, that link. <laughs> well done. That was quite. <laughs> there you go. Been working um, all day on that one. <laughs> that was I, I loved it. Thank you. Um, yeah. So quick, a quick bit of context here. Um, so this week, the British Property Federation and Grosvenor put out their uh, their real estate leaders sentiment survey, where basically they go to 105 senior figures um, in UK real estate across developers and financiers and agencies and the like, and and basically go, hey, how's it how's it all going? <laughs> And, um, like a bit like family fortunes. A bit like family fortunes. <laughs> and, um, and, their, and, and their survey said? 
the 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 survey said it's not it's not going great it's not going great um at least in the near term people on the whole were 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 pretty unconfident about about what's going to happen this year in terms of the economy and in terms of what's going to happen in the real estate market specifically um they were more confident when they took a a sort of longer term horizon over five years but as as a couple of the people talking about this said you'd sort of expect it to be a bit more optimistic when you if you were looking at five years certainly for the near term there was there was a lot of gloom in um in the survey responses and they launched this with a, a round table with a group of, of company directors and a topic that came up um that wasn't really addressed in the survey but but people kept coming back to it in in the discussion was was how the UK is currently perceived in in other countries, not necessarily specifically it's it's real estate, but the broader investment climate and particularly like the months of of political upheaval that we've had around you know multiple changes of prime minister, the disastrous mini budget of of last September. Um, not that things were great in the years before. I mean, you know, if we think back to Brexit, that obviously had its own impact. But I think if we look at, at recent months, um, you know, there's been there's been a huge amount to deal with. And James Rayner, who runs Grosvenor's UK business, said that for him, it's almost embarrassing now to speak with overseas investors and to have to say where he's from. Um, he said the general the general mood uh, overseas is uh, his his phrase was complete bemusement as to why the UK um, does the things it does and how it how it does them. And he said he thinks that's very worrying for how UK PLC is um, is branded. And that was echoed by some other people at this event. So Remco Simon, who's the the chief investment officer over at Landsec, um, he said we need to get political stability and confidence back in this country. Um, again, like like James Rayner said, you can see that this is affecting um, people's uh, people's appetite to invest in in UK PLC. So I suppose what what then becomes interesting here is how we see that affecting deals in in the real estate investment market we, we know we had a slow final quarter to last year and that's that's carried on um largely into this into the first weeks of this year having um having remco simon from landsec at this event was was interesting because landsec just sold a city of london office block um tail end of last week one new street square for just under 350 million to a hong kong based buyer and he gave some insight into how that process had worked and he said there's um there's interest for uk deals but it's it's a relatively short list of interested parties. So in the case of New Street Square, he said they had most interest coming from the Far East. Interest from European buyers, which he said in the middle of last year, you would have expected to see for an asset like that, disappeared with the mini budget, and he's seen no sign of it coming back. So it's it's an interesting time example of how how perhaps the the perception of the UK and um, and the various policy changes and political mishaps that have happened over over recent months are are changing who you can expect to come and buy your buy your property if you put it up for sale, changing what you're gonna what you're gonna get for that as well, and and I guess you know to his point about seeing fewer European institutional investors gives you gives you an idea of of what you might be looking at in the coming months in terms of who who brings money into the market. And as it happens, I happen to know that James uh, is something of a francophile. 
uh, and spends a fair amount of time. <laughs> Pardon, James? I'm French. Oh, you're, are you literally French? I'm literally French. Oh, you, you, got, you got citizenship, didn't you? You did, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so I'll speak to you as a Frenchman here, if you like. <laughs> well, there we go. There you go. James is officially French, uh, and uh, he, he, you spend a lot of time uh, on the other side of the channel. So, so what's, what's been your experience, anecdotally, of how the UK is viewed uh, well, an- anecdotally, um, people in France care less about the UK than we would like to think, because there are an <laughs> awfully large number of things to complain about in France at the moment, which French people are happy to go on the streets and talk about, like, you know, ageing population means that they might have to you know, raise the pension age. Everyone's very upset about that. The gilets jaunes, people are still upset about that. They aren't thinking about the UK that much but i mean over christmas and over the last 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 few weeks when i've been been with with my friends and family in france a lot of them have said oh thank god you've got rid of that blonde bloke <laughs> um and, and i do i do think that johnson and the mini budget surprised people and now we no longer have clownishness people are prepared to forget about um all the problems and, and continue. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think that certain events really drew attention to the United Kingdom. Mm. And now mm. now there are no massive dumpster fires going on. Obviously, people will go back to worrying about their own issues and, 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 and do what, what most foreign people do uh, about the British, which is not think about them that much. Now know, that there are no... Find that difficult to accept. But. Now that there are no dumpster fires happening anymore, look, just give us time. Just give us time, because I'm <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can turn that around. Oh, I know. I mean, we've got quite good at dumpster fires. We've got quite good at dumpster fires, but we haven't had one in almost, gosh, six weeks. <laughs> uh, so, uh, regular listeners will know that, that we usually have a quiz element, uh, but I thought it might be slightly unfair to test uh, James, our, our outside freelancer, on some of the week's headlines. So I've done something slightly different, uh, and I thought I'd bring things back to the Tate. I do read the magazine, decision. you know, but anyway. Uh, well, I mean, I can quickly rustle one up if no, you prefer, it's okay. but it's I, what I, I thought, it might be fun to put Tim to the test a little bit, to see oh. if he can guess uh, what suggestions the High Court judge, uh, who dealt first with the Tate case, made to the residents to alleviate what he described as a self-induced incentive to gaze. Uh, and these these measures, sort of some of these measures, also formed part of the discussion in the Supreme Court judgment. So, Tim, if you can imagine, if you were giving advice to Just what to do, what to, do to, solve, to solve the problem. The judge mentioned four things that these residents could do to, to, to kind of alleviate or, or solve the problem. I mean, uh, and I'm, I'm sorry, going to give you a point. I'm going to give you a point for each of the ones you get. So, so I, what do you think? I mean, the obvious one is put up curtains or blinds, because the image that I saw of one of these flats didn't have either. And I thought you can hardly you can hardly complain about people seeing in if you haven't got a way of. So you, you've kind of touched windows. on two. Can, can you be more specific than curtains? Um, I don't think I, I literally don't think I know how to drapes. What do you what am I meant to say? <laughs> Have you got so, blackout, like blackout curtains? No, the, you see that all, that almost would have made sense. Okay. Uh, the, the the judge um, suggested first of all, you did suggest that they could lower their solar blinds. Uh, 
uh, which yep. you know, I think you mentioned, Brian. But he also suggested that these uh, residents of uh, very nice, well-to-do uh, glass box uh, flats in, in central London could install net curtains. Okay. I think he's uh, being a little provocative there, you know. <laughs> and how, how just you know, for those, you know, blinds and net curtains, how, how James did the, the Supreme Court deal with, with those suggestions? Um, they, well, the, 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 the three judges who found in favour of the residents didn't, didn't agree uh, because they basically said if somebody is, is, is causing a nuisance, you shouldn't have to defend yourself against it. So along the lines of, you know, if, if, if somebody if, if somebody if you buy a cricket field and or, or golf, golf, golf uh, club and balls come through towards your windows, you shouldn't have to go and put up nets to stop it happening. So that's 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 how three of them. Um, yeah. Put it. So can, the other can two, you curtains? <laughs> <laughs> so can you think of any, going, anything else? Tim, so might, what have I got? Have I got two of the four? You've, you've kind of so got far. two. I mean, yeah, blinds and, and curtains. I mean, I can't you. think of many other things. <laughs> just try, try to live in the other rooms of your apartment until such a time <laughs> that people aren't milling around on the viewing deck. Move. Um, <laughs> maybe it. sort of get over it. Make a game <laughs> of it. Make a game of it. Try to communicate through interpretive dance, mime, written messages to the people on the platform. See if you can make a friend. I don't know. Uh, what were the other suggestions? What would they? I, I don't know. Tim, you are you are you are you're wasted as a as a deputy editor. You, you should have been a judge. Clearly, <laughs> uh, you, you've come up with with even more creative solutions. He did he did suggest uh, privacy film as, as one one privacy option. film. I don't um, even know what that yeah. is, but okay. Uh, but one of the residents had actually uh, installed or stuck medium sized plants in their windows. But, <laughs> uh, he. Even the trial judge conceded that that probably wouldn't be very effective. So I, Medium I like to, plants. I like to envision sort of giant <laughs> cacti in pots. Uh, <laughs> I think that would be quite good. But yeah, so you did you did quite well, Tim. You, you kind of mentioned two of the the options. So well done. Cheers. <laughs> okay, uh, thank you very much, uh, both of you, for discussing uh, the Tate case uh, and uh, the views. Uh, from outside the United Kingdom, uh, including, of course, our neighbours uh, in France. Uh, for those of you at home, you have been listening to EG Like Dimanche Matin. <laughs>